Okay, my friends. Let me see here. Today, I'm going to talk about would you rather be right or get results? This is day 12, Proverbs 12, verse 15. Fools think their way, their own ways is right, but the wise listen to others. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listens to others. Now, this is an amazing topic. I have been teaching my children this since they could walk. Especially when you have three boys all a year apart. The last one's a year and a half, two years apart. Now they're 17, 16, and 14? 15. No, that's not right. 18, 17, and 15. So when they're younger, they would fight like crazy. And I'd ask them a simple question. Would you rather be right or get results? And it wasn't to get a really an answer. It was to stop them in their tracks and get them to consider what the hell are you arguing about? Are you just wanting to be right? Or is there a certain result are you trying to get? Because you being right most of the time will not get you the results that you're intending. It will derail you from the results that you're intending. So it's a very simple conversation of abundance and scarcity. See, scarcity says I have to be right. There's no other way. It's a tunnel vision. I have to be right. This is the way. Now, being married 22 plus years, I'm very familiar with this conversation of being right. I'm not saying who in our marriage, but it's not me. (laughs) So you know who it is. Somebody in my marriage of 22 years is normally in this tunnel vision of being right. Normally. Now, I have once or twice. You know me. I'm pretty perfect. But usually when she's in this tunnel vision being right, the argument ensues and the result that we're trying to create never happens. Or are you trying to get a certain result? Most of the time, if you're trying to get a certain result, you have to let go of being right. If you don't let go of what's being right, your fight is not about the result you want. It's about you being right and not wrong. That's called scarcity. There's not enough. So usually I teach in my coaching, pretend this circle, okay, see this circle? It represents a whole truth of the universe. Pretend there's a circle on your page, wherever there's a circle. A piece of a pie, circle of a pie. Cut that pie into a pie slice. There's only three slices I'm going to share with you. The first slice is all the truth of the whole universe of the world. The whole pie represents a whole truth of the universe, of the whole world, before you were born after you die, before existing of time, after time, just a whole truth of the universe. What percentage, what pie slice do you think you know that you know of all that truth? What do you think, Michael? Adele? What do you think? What percentage of the whole truth of the whole universe before you're born and after you die do you think you know? If we made a pie slice, most people in this training I do, in this leadership training, will say 0.0007%. They're wise. The arrogant ones will say, oh, 10, 20%. I say, the whole truth of the universe? You know that much? You must have a perfect life. (laughs) The truth is, we know 0.0000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000
So we know that we know 1% of all the truth of the universe, 1%, and that's being very generous. We know 1%. What's the other percentage, the slice of the pie that we know we don't know? Well, many people agree it's more than what we know we know. Because I know I don't know how a plane flies. Though it gets up in the air and flies. I just don't know. I know it works, but I just don't know how it does it. I know that I don't know on the cruise ship we're on how that multi-billion pounds didn't sink into the ocean. I know it has to do with something bubble or I don't really even know. So I don't know. I don't know. I know I don't know. So there's a lot of things I know I don't know. I know I don't know what's happening across the world right now, my friends in Thailand, where I used to live in Thailand. I know I don't know what happened to my friends in Singapore right now. There's a lot I know I don't know. So it's more than 1%. So let's pretend, Mark, that what you know that you know, the entire truth of the universe is 1% of the pie or the pizza slice. The second slice is 4%. It's more than the first one. I know I don't know. So that leaves us 95% of what else? 1%, I know I know. 4%, 4%, I know I don't know. What's the other 95%? What do you guys think? Nam, what do you think? Michael, Adele, Mark? It's I know, or I'm sorry, I don't know that I don't know. Just think about this. My daughter's sitting in another room right now. She's seven years old. She doesn't even know that she doesn't know how to vote. She doesn't even know that she doesn't know that she'll be cooking one day for her family. She doesn't even know that she doesn't know she's going to be studying geometry one day in high school. See, there's so many things I don't know I don't know. Before I was a father, my oldest son, before I became a father, I didn't know that I didn't know that I would have to teach him about the birds and the bees. I didn't know that. I thought you just learned like I did off the streets from your friends. And I ended up having to teach him. I had a cartoon pamphlet, thank God, in fifth grade going to sixth grade, elementary going to uh, junior high. And I took him to Starbucks. He got a, a, a cocoa. I got coffee. I needed some liquor in it. <laughs> As we went through pages, talks about purity. Your body's going to start to smell. You have nocturnal emission. Holy crap. Nobody taught me that stuff. I had to teach him that stuff. It was crazy. It was crazy. So I didn't know. I didn't even know. And here's the funny part. Fools have to be right. So in life, you're living in 1% when you have to be right. You're not even living in the 4% that I know I don't know. And you're not living in the 95%. I don't know that I don't even know. Think about that. How does that affect your marriage when you have to be right and you live in 1%? You're going to fight over 1%, really. You're that scarce. You're that scarce mentality. You can't even live in the 4%. I didn't know that I don't know. I know I don't know what you're talking about right now. You can't even live in that. Or live in the 95%. I don't even know that I don't even know. What are you talking about? And get curious. Inquire. Investigate. Now, this is not just for marriage. My friends... How about your business? How many times do you have certainty? I did all the research on my client. I know for certain this and that. And all of a sudden, out of the whole truth of your client, before you ever existed, after you existed, you cut up that whole truth of 100% 
into 1% of I know that I know. And you show up without curiosity. You put them in a box. You have certainty. Predict to be in control over them. And you think your client wants to work with you? That's just ridiculous. Now, just like if your client feels that way, let's go back to the family. How much do you think your kids feel when you put them in that 1% box? Or your spouse feels? Are we that scarce, that insecure, that we can't add more stripes on the beach ball? So Susan Scott in her first conversation mentions this thing called the beach ball. And the beach ball represents the whole truth of your organization, your family, whatever structure you're in. In this conversation, let's say it's family. A beach ball has multiple stripes. If you want to make the best decision, get all the stripes possible on the beach ball so you don't have to be right, but you get to make the best decision. How genius is that? Thank you, Susan Scott. Changed my life. Because when Donna and I get in a fight, I usually show off my blue stripe and the beach ball becomes a blue ball. Screw the other stripes. I'm right. And the whole beach ball turns into a blue ball. I miss her red stripe. I miss my son's yellow stripe. My other son's green stripe. My other son's white stripe. I miss all the other stripes because I got to be right, damn it. And it turns into a blue ball, no longer a beach ball. That's pretty powerful. Think about it. That's called a scarce mentality. An abundant mentality say, okay, here's my stripe. It's blue. A part of the whole truth, not the whole truth. My wife's stripe is red. A part, not the whole truth. My son's green, blue, yellow. We have multiple stripes on the beach ball. I don't own the whole truth. I don't have to be right. I can listen to the different stripes on the beach ball and make the best decision. So here's the most beautiful part of this verse. Watch this. It says, oh, come on. It says, verse 15, fools think their own way is right, but a wise, the wise listens to others. Listen, you listen to other people does not mean you have to do it. Does not mean they have the whole truth. It does not mean that their way is the right way, your way is the wrong way. When you listen to other people, you're just hearing the other stripes on the beach ball. The most wise people I've ever encountered knew I was wrong, but would listen to me. It's just another stripe on the beach ball. They were not offended. They were not persuaded. They were abundant enough to realize they have one stripe on the beach ball. I have one stripe on the beach ball. There's many different stripes on the beach ball of that truth that we're talking about. There's not just one truth. Now, before you get crazy on me, I do believe there's one truth in my faith. Now, that's just my belief. I'm open to multiple stripes on the beach ball, but my stripes, my stripe on the beach ball faith is Jesus Christ is the Lord. That's my one truth. Everything else. My fitness, my family, my finance, multiple thousand stripes. But that's one stripe in my faith. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong, good or bad, but the whole truth of what religion, faith, spirituality, all those things of the beach ball represent that. My one stripe is Jesus Christ is Lord. Other people have their stripes. But one thing I will never have on my faith stripe or my faith beach ball is that you have to go to church, certain church, speak in tongues, listen to this music. That's called religion. I am not talking about religion. I'm talking about my faith and the God I put it in. So it's just a stripe on beach ball. I'm abundant. I'm open to everybody else's conversation. So the conversation here is today, do you have to be right or do you want to get results? 
Think about it. When you are right and having to be right, your stripes on the beach ball, your beach ball turns into a red kickball. Remember those red spongy kickballs? That's it. There's no other room for anybody else's opinion, stripes, experiences. Yours is it. It's a red kickball. That's it. And you have to be right. You can't listen to other people because you become an expert. You have to be right. You have to defend your truth so vehemently that you can't hear other people because you have to be right. Man, that's such a scarce. Who wants to hang around with that person? Or how about you live in abundance? That all truth, either it's in your family, the office, spirituality, fitness, faith, finance, any truth. If you just hold that beach ball and allow multiple truths to sit on there, other people's truth, other people's experience, you don't have to be right. You just get to paint your truth on there and hear others. And you just get to make the best decision. Because even in faith, one of the most controversial issues, if you look at all faith, all of them will summarize to love one another. So why would I have to argue with anybody about our faith? We're going the same direction. You can have your stripe. I'll have my stripe. That's okay. I'm not scarce. How about marriage? Family? These days, my boys, 18, 17, 15, they're putting a lot of stripes on the beach ball about our family, what we need to do, how we need to do it. And I am like, wow, learning so much from them. And I don't have to be right. I get to make the best decision as the leader of the family, as their father. And usually when I listen to their stripes, I get to make the best decision. When I don't listen to their stripe, I'm coming from perspective scarcity, from history, from wanting control, certainty, predictability. And it only works for a season. It doesn't work very long. So my friends, my encouragement to you today, Susanna, Nam, Mark, my encouragement to you today is just ask yourself. When you get a heated, passionate argument, okay, however you want to frame it, are you trying to be right or do you want to get results? If you're trying to be right, most of the time it's from scarcity, that you're not enough. You need control, predictability, certainty on the other person. You're coming from history, your past. You're not being present and open to the future. I want to encourage you to get results, to make the best decision without having to be right is get multiple stripes on the beach ball, multiple truths about that issue. And you don't have to defend your truth. You get to inquire, ask questions, listen to other people's truth, their experiences, and synthesize all that, sift it through, and come up with your own conclusion, make your own decision, and make the best decision without having to be right. All right, that was my devotional this morning. It was really powerful. And usually when I have these devotionals and I have the whole chapter of 12, why did that pop out to me? Most likely, I'm trying to be right about something and I need to listen to others. I'm open to the fact that I get very strong-headed, stubborn, passionate, and I start losing stripes on the beach ball because I get arrogant and prideful and think other people are stupid. And my beach ball is starting to turn into a solid red ball, kickball. Usually good for one, two things. Playing dodgeball, kickball, pretty much nothing else. But you have multiple stripes on a beach ball. It's more versatile. It has more purpose, more use. Think of a volleyball. Think of a soccer ball. It's not just one color, multiple. So my friends, that is my personal lesson today. Just want to share it with you. Guido, you know this. I've talked about this a million times. You'd rather be right or get results. 
and I just heard your last video, you are so open to other people's perspectives, stripes on the beach ball, so you can make the best decision and never have to be right, but you get to make the best decision with multiple truths on that issue. So go out there today, get some results. Don't have to be right. Get results. Paint more stripes on the beach ball and you will have more possibilities of having a better outcome. You don't have to defend being right. You get to be abundant and listen to multiple stripes on the beach ball about the issue and then make a decision without being right. Have a great day. I'll see you guys soon. Hey, sorry, I forgot to ask you a question. For fun, post below. What do you usually get stuck on being right? Listen, if you can laugh about it, it doesn't own you, you own it. You know what I get stuck on? And I'll tell you just a thousand percent here, always get stuck on. When Don and I get in a fight, always get stuck on, my way is right. What topic? You name it. You want to talk about the kids? You want to talk about food? You want to talk about anything? I'm always right and Don is always wrong. Damn, that sucks. It, it, that's always catches me. I'm right and she's wrong. And so I stop listening to her and we get in a fight. Hey, Wim, good to see you, brother. I'd love for you to hear what you guys get stuck on right and wrong. Now, I used to really get stuck on religion, Christianity. And all. Now, I don't get stuck on that. I don't get in a fight that. I get more curious where other people are coming from. But when it gets real personal between me and Donna, I get that I'm right, she's wrong. And I'll admit it, 99.9% .9 of the time we fight is because I get stuck on being right and she's wrong. How about you? Where do you get stuck on being right? Now, where it's been really easy for me is with my boys. They live a whole different generation. They live in a whole different world. And I don't get stuck on being right with them. I get more curious because they're always educating me, showing me different stripes on the beach ball and the perspective they're coming from. And that's possibly a good reason why we're connecting so intimately these days is because I don't, I'm not, hey, this is old school way. I walked in the snow and all this bullshit that you know, doesn't respect their perspective. I look for their stripe on the beach ball. I ask, inquire, ask for more stripes and I'm learning more. And so when I make a decision based on our family, they are included on it and they feel respected. But there's something me and Don in our marriage. I'm still struggling with that. How about you guys? Where do you need to be right most of the time and you get in an argument and you forget the results that you're wanting to create? Post it below. Love to hear it. All right. Have a great day, everyone.